This is Love Marriage Again with Dr. Siobhan, the place where wives are empowered to embrace their marriage and feel completely in love with their husbands again. If you are a wife looking to create a happier marriage by transforming yourself, you've come to the right place. Here you will be inspired to fully accept your husband, be in control of your own happiness, and create a marriage that truly lights you up inside. Now, let's get to the work of loving your marriage again. Well, hello there. It is Dr. Siobhan. Happy 100th podcast episode. What in the world? I have come to this mic a hundred times to talk to you. I'm so proud of myself. (laughs) And I'm sharing that I'm proud of myself because I want to normalize us being proud of ourselves. It's one of those things that I think we're taught to be humble, don't be so full of yourself, and this is actually one of the greatest skill sets you can develop for yourself in life, but certainly in your marriage, especially when maybe your husband isn't offering you the validation or the affirmation or the celebration that you really want, it's the perfect opportunity for you to do that for yourself. So I am celebrating all on my insides and I'm so excited to be with you for this hundredth episode. It's a celebration. So I want to share something pretty amazing. So I know that in my own marriage journey and in doing this work and continuing to develop myself and increase my knowledge base, that reading and learning from other experts in this field has been worth millions of dollars. Literally, I have spent hours upon hours, years worth of hours studying the topic of marriage and all that it includes. And I have a pretty robust intellectual knowledge base, meaning from reading the work of other people, as well as an applied experience base, both from coaching my clients, and coaching myself in my own marriage. (laughs) So my husband and I have been together for over 15 years. This year we'll be 10 years married. And that comes with a lot of experience, a lot of learning, a lot of failing, a lot of picking myself back up. And What I wanted to do for this episode is share with you some of the books, some of the, you know, mentors in the marriage space that have really shaped my thinking, not only for my own marriage, but how I coach my clients and certainly the content that I share with you here on the podcast. So when I originally thought of this, I was like, I'm going to share the 10 most impactful books that I've read. 
And then as I started writing the list, it was a little bit more than 10. So just come along with me. So how I'm going to do this, I want this to kind of be a conversation. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to share the book and the author, and of course, encourage you to read it. But I'm going to share with you my key takeaway. That way you can sort of listen for yourself in terms of like, what you're dealing with in your marriage, where you are right now, what would be most valuable and helpful for you. I always have a library of books that I'm reading simultaneously because you never know what you're going to need on one day, right? And so there's some days where I'm like, oh, I need a book about this because this is something I'm working through or this is something my clients are working through. And another day you may need to turn to another topic. And so I want to encourage you to kind of think of this as your marriage university, your marriage school, your marriage library, where you can go and pull what you need when you need it, right? You probably have the same experience even just scrolling through this podcast, right? There are 100 episodes now. And so if you're new or if you've been with me since the beginning, you may scroll through and be like, oh, yeah, I need this today, right? I want this conversation with these books to feel the same way for you. So the first one, and there are no particular order. Let me just say that. There's some that may be my favorites globally, but they're really in no particular order. It's just what came to me in the order that I wrote it down. Okay. So the first one is The Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman. I'm sure many of you are familiar with that. It is one of the most all-time best-selling books. And here's what I want to offer you, though. With the five love languages, and he talks about them, they are acts of service, physical touch, words of affirmation, quality time, and giving gifts. What I took away most that I think many people miss is really the opportunity to expand my love receptors. Now, most people read this book and they're like, oh, this is my love language. So my spouse should love me this way. I'm going to tell him what my love language is. He should get it. And even though that's not his love language, because it never is, he's supposed to love me in that way. And then we'll just be happy. No, 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 and no. The purpose of this book is to give you an expanded view of what love can look like. And that's what I walked away with. It's not about how my husband is supposed to love me, but it's about how are all of the ways I get to experience love and there are five of them. And so I'm looking for love in all of those ways, which makes me feel more loved, right? You want to use the five love languages to create an experience where you receive more love and you give more love. That's all I'm going to say about that because literally I could probably do a whole podcast on the five love languages. The second book I want to offer is one called Love and Respect. It is by Dr. Emerson Egerich. I hope I'm saying that right. I'll spell his last name. It's E-G-G-E-R-I-C-H. The book is Love and Respect. And What was amazing about this book was it taught us that women experience love in one particular way, and it has like five components that that happens, and men experience love in a particular way. 
And so women are always wanting love. Men are always wanting respect. And he really defines what that looks like. I know for me, I knew that my husband wanted respect, but I didn't know how to sort of operationalize that. I didn't know what that really meant in our day to day. And one of my biggest takeaways from that book was when he talks about sexual intimacy. And what I learned was that if my husband is wanting sex or wanting more sex from me, it is not just because of the physical desire, but that for a male, and I'm being sort of broad, general, stereotypical a little bit, but this was the experience of my husband. This was the experience of the couples that we actually did a seminar with on this topic is that for men, they are taught that the appropriate way for them to show love is through sex, right? Like nobody is upset at a man for wanting to have sex in this very patriarchal society that we live in. And so for him or for men, as you know, proposed in this book, it's not just about the physical act. It is about emotionally connecting with you. And it was just really eye-opening to see it in a different way that sex for my husband could be an act of love and emotional connection with me. Whereas I was, you know, like many people at the time where I read this book thinking, no, it's just the physical act. Like this is just what he does. This is just what he wants for me. And it wasn't that at all. So that was really eye-opening and helped me be much more open to connecting with my husband in that way for that purpose right? For that purpose. Okay. Third book, Sacred Marriage by Gary Thomas. Now, the takeaway in this book for me is the tagline. So it's called Sacred Marriage. And then the tagline is, what if God designed marriage to make you holy more than happy? This book changed my whole life. Because all of us enter marriage thinking, no, we're getting married because we love each other. We're going to make each other happy. Our lives are going to be better. We're going to be good partners. We're going to be good companions. Yes, of course, all of those things. But that's not the point. The point is to grow you. The point is to make you more like Christ. And Christ gives a sacrificial love that he can only do because he's holy and sanctified. And so for us, this marriage journey is really about being better, being ourselves, being more loving and kind and forgiving and patient. And the only way you truly develop those skills is through situations, issues, and hardships. And so this book has really taught me to embrace the challenges that come with marriage because it is my training ground. It is the exact set of circumstances and experiences I need to be able to cultivate those skills. And I don't know of a person in the world that I would not recommend reading this book to, right? Highly, highly, highly recommend it. Number four, How to act right when your spouse acts wrong. (laughs) This is a book by Leslie Vernick, V-E-R-N-I-C-K. So this book, 
was so helpful in so many ways. And when your spouse is acting wrong, like that's subjective, right? Lots of different definitions of what wrong is and looks like. But what was most helpful and most valuable for me in this book was how to deal with triggers. I mostly listen to audiobooks. So I listened to that chapter a hundred times. And it has greatly shaped how I coach my clients on triggers and how I coach you on triggers if you listen to this podcast. So the way that she offers is that triggers are an opportunity for us to go inside and to see where we need healing, to see what's unresolved within ourselves. And they are amazing gifts. And so if you are a person that is constantly blaming your husband and frustrated with him for the things he does that trigger you, this awareness will help you so much. It won't feel amazing at first, but it will lead to peace, to growth, to relief, and to just you being empowered to never be the victim of what your husband is doing. You are always empowered. You are always the victor because you have the opportunity to go inside yourself and to resolve whatever is being agitated, right? I want you to think about this. Like if you had, I don't know, something that we often go to other people for help with, right? Like if you broke a nail, (laughs) just keep it really light. If you broke a nail and it was really inconvenient and hard for you to get to the nail salon, but you knew how to fix it yourself. Like you had all the equipment, you could just like fix it up perfectly. Which would you rather? Would you rather going the hard cumbersome way or would you rather just solve it yourself? This is what triggers offer you. You can just solve it yourself, right? All right. The next book, Loving What Is by Byron Katie. This is a book written by a woman. (laughs) I always give that caveat. Her first name is Byron. Her last name is Katie. How amazing is that, right? And Loving What Is, just the title alone gives me peace and brings me to a place of sufficiency. And the premise of this book, Byron Katie has developed this four-question coaching tool where she literally just takes you through, no matter what you're dealing with, a series of four questions. The first question is, is it true, right? It's designed to help you sort of change your perspective and challenge what you think is true. The second question is, is it really true? (laughs) because she knows that most times we are pretty committed to believing that it's true. And so she's like, no, let's just really check it out. (laughs) Okay, let's just really check it out. And then the next question is, how do you react when you believe this thing? So it's getting you to look inside at how you are responding and 
how your thinking is causing you to act a certain way. And then the fourth question, which is the most amazing, is who would you be if you didn't have this thought? Like, what if you just eliminated from your brain the idea that you're not a priority or that your husband is more concerned about something else than being present with you and your children? What if you just didn't have the thought that he's not helpful at home? Who would you be if like your brain just literally couldn't think that thought? This is an amazing concept. Highly, highly recommend this book as well. On the topic of communication for the next set of books, it's two, two that came up for me. One is called Communication Miracles for Couples, and that's by Jonathan Robinson. And the other one is Nonviolent Communication by Marshall Rosenberg. And both of these books taught me how to communicate with positive intent. And a lot of times we communicate from expressing ourselves or venting or trying to get someone to understand. And this book taught me how to not do that, how to really think about what is it that I want from this conversation before I just enter it? What is it that I want and how can I express myself vulnerably from a heart-centered place so that I can make a heart-to-heart connection with my husband or whomever I'm speaking with so that we can connect on this instead of this conversation creating disconnection. So those are some really good books. If communication is something that you are struggling with, it gives practical techniques and just a really great way of looking at communication. Another book that was super helpful, another very popular book in the marriage space, is Principles for Making Marriage Work. And this is by John Gottman. And he is a huge, well-known researcher in the field of marriage. It's seven principles for making marriage work. I want to make sure I said that correctly. And this book really taught me about the things that turn a marriage from being a good marriage to being a challenging marriage. And he talks about these like components of marriage and things that couples do that make marriage harder. So one example is stonewalling. So stonewalling is where you just like shut down and you're not emotionally responsive. You're not emotionally present. You don't care. And it sends the message, you don't care, which creates a challenging relationship. So this is a really good foundational book that just sets the groundwork for like, what do you need to be doing or what do you need to stop doing in order for your marriage to work. It's very reader-friendly. It has some exercises in it. So I think that's an amazing book as well, okay? Another book that really touched my heart is called Fervent by Priscilla Schreier. Now, this is not a book exclusively focused on marriage. It's focused on life in general and all of the areas of life that I think we as women bump up against. And The way that the book is organized is really showing you how the enemy, right? And those of the Christian faith, the enemy is like the devil, Satan, whatever you want to call him. The enemy, I also believe, enemy in quotes, is our ego, right? It's the smallness, the thing within us or the thing or force in our life that would create division 
and separateness and separate us from God, separate us from what God wants us to be, how he wants us to operate. And so in this book, what I really took away was that, of course, it seems like my husband is the problem. (laughs) Of course, it seems like your husband is the problem. But that's not really the case. The issue is the sort of principles or the concepts that are creating the marriage to be hard, right? So selfishness, pride, anger, resentment, those are the types of things. And so we know that those things are not of God. Those things are, quote unquote, evil of the enemy. They're an enemy to our soul. They're an enemy to us living an abundant and amazing life. And so the way that she frames things and she offers prayers and scriptures, it was just a really good opportunity to sort of enter into the presence of God with her guidance. And so if you're wanting to connect more with God, if you're wanting to learn how to pray more strategic prayers, that's sort of the subtitle of this book, Strategic Prayers, this is an excellent resource for that. Okay. Another book that has been so helpful to me personally and in the work that I do with my clients is called Radical Acceptance. And that is a book by Andrea Miller. Now, if you like audiobooks and you listen to this on audio, it is not the most enthralling audio. I will say that. I had to like coach myself on getting through how it was being read to really hear the message, but it's worth doing that. This book really will help you understand what it means to accept your husband. And that's good for you. I know we're all thinking, but there's so many things I don't like. There's so many things that need to change. Of course, sure. But how does it feel to constantly be focused on that? And especially if they're not changing. And so this is a playbook for how you can get peace, how you can start making things easier for you in your mind and start enjoying the husband that you have and the marriage that you have. So just the title alone, radical acceptance. What would it look like for you to radically accept your husband, to just unconditionally love him? And what I also really appreciate about this book is it walks you through how to identify your deal breakers. Because I think for people that really, really struggle with like, do I want to accept this? Is this something I want to accept? It's because you haven't really figured out what your deal breakers are. And so when you figure that out, then you'll know, yes, this is something I want to accept. And then it's easier to get to work on acceptance. But if you haven't decided that it is something you want to accept, then you're going to keep spinning and you're going to keep having a hard time. So highly recommend this book. Another book that is just, I feel like should be required reading for every couple is Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. And this book by John Gray is so many things. One, it's a great read because you're going to see yourself in this book and you're going to see your husband in this book. He nailed it 110%. My husband and I did a, a seminar on this book with couples and just him reading it, me reading it, 
it was just amazing. It was amazing to see how we just didn't know what we didn't know about our differences. And what I love about this book is it helps you normalize those differences. It helps you see that, no, it's not just your husband being a jerk or you overreacting. It really helps you to understand how we've been shaped, how we've been conditioned, how we've been programmed, how we're wired biologically and genetically to be different and to think differently and to operate differently in relationships. And so if you are finding yourself in a place where you're bumping up against a lot of differences with your husband, I highly encourage you to read this book. It will offer you so much clarity. I remember sharing it with a client once and she was like, why didn't I know this before? Like it was just so many light bulbs went on in her head that it was just amazing. Amazing for her to have this information. Okay. Another book is, these are two books by the same author. So the author is Susan Page. And one is Why Talking Is Not Enough, Eight Loving Actions That Will Transform Your Marriage. So good. So good. What was amazing about this book was the idea that when we have issues in marriage, we go to talk about them, right? We go to talk about it. We try to get our spouse to understand. We try to understand them. And then maybe it works, maybe it doesn't, but then we find ourselves back in the same place. And this book, I would sum it up and say, like, don't talk about it, be about it. So whatever you want to be happening in your marriage, be it. Be the person to create that experience and stop spending so much unnecessary time trying to get your husband on board, trying to get him to see it your way. Just be about it. And she offers eight very specific actions to be doing. One of them I'll share that is really helpful is be and operate in a spirit of goodwill, giving each other the benefit of the doubt instead of coming to conclusions and making assumptions, just give the benefit of the doubt. It's such a light and better place to exist. And the other book by her, which is a very short book that I listened to on an audiobook, is How One of You Can Bring the Two of You Together. This book I found at a time where I already endorsed this principle, and it was just great to hear her perspective to sort of reinforce and offer me some new ways of explaining it to people for whom it might be news, right? So again, this book is based on the principle that I teach that what's happening in your marriage, the dynamics between you and your husband is a function of the two of you. But if one of you changes for the better, the whole relationship changes because he can't respond to you the same way because you're different. So highly recommend this book for sure. It is the basis of this podcast. It is the basis of my coaching practice. And it was great to know this already and then being reinforced by the way that she described it as well with her experiences. And then the last set of books that I'm going to offer are also by the same authors, Harville Hendricks and Helen LaKelly Hunt. And the two books that I want to offer is Getting the Love You Want. It's one book. And the other one is Making Marriage Simple. And what was so helpful about their perspective is, again, it normalizes our differences and it almost shows us how 
we unconsciously are drawn to our spouses who are so different from us (laughs) and who think so differently from us. And then how those things are for our growth, how those things are to help us both create a thriving relationship. The making marriage simple is sort of a more condensed version of getting the love you want. So if you want something that's a little bit more of a quick read, that's very practical, I would recommend this book. The other one, Getting the Love You Want, provided a lot of background information and a lot of their research. So either might be well, depending on how your brain likes to process and receive information. But it was just amazing to see the opportunity in differences in marriage. Many people think they're frustrating and they shouldn't be there, that maybe something has gone wrong. And this book really helps to see that, no, nothing has gone wrong. Okay. I said those were the last two, but I have one more. (laughs) I do a lot of reading. I can't help it. All right. This one, also amazing. How We Love. And it's all about discovering your inner love style. And this is actually the perfect book for me to close with because I started with the five love languages. And this book takes a completely different approach to understanding your love style. And How We Love is a book, and it's written by Milan and Kay Yurkovich. So Y-E-R-K-O-V-I-C-H. And this book breaks down our childhood upbringing, our childhood wounds and traumas, and how they shape and inform how we operate in a marriage. And it is so eye-opening to see how you were loved as a child and the normalized experience you have, whether it was actually normal or not, it was normal to you because that's all you knew, how we bring that with us into romantic partnerships and in marriage. And it helps you understand, like, I have a tendency to be this way, and it gives you strategies for how to sort of overcome some of those things so you can experience the love you want in your marriage. When I'm working with couples, and even when I'm working with individuals, they have a a test, excuse me, a little wrestling noise. They have a test that you can take. I think it's just how we love quiz. You can take it. It's free to find out what your love style is. And then it helps me when I'm working with my clients, coach them in a very particular way because I'm familiar with all of the love styles. And so I would encourage you to read that if you're a person who knows that some of the things that you experience as a child are sort of bleeding into how you are navigating and experiencing your marriage right now. So, woof, there you have it. (laughs) Just hearing these takeaways, I hope has been helpful for you. I hope it is, you know, giving you new things to think about, a new perspective, and just some insight that maybe you wouldn't have had before. Now, 100%, I endorse these books. I encourage you to read them all. And 100%, I want to offer you that I can help you fast track the learning, right? My brain is the Cliff Notes version of all of these books because I've read them myself, I've applied them in my own life, and I've coached 
many of you, tons and tons of people on how to apply this information and knowledge to their own marriage to make their marriage better. So I want to offer you to work with me. I want to offer you my brain, my takeaways, my sort of internalization of all of these 15 or so books to help you in the most effective and efficient way possible. You can read them all. It would take you probably a year (laughs) to read them all. And you don't get to ask the author's questions. You get to ask all your questions of me and you get to have me guiding you for the places where things are unclear. So if you are wanting to do this work, if you heard something in any of these books that was like, oh my gosh, that would probably help me so much, and you're ready for help, I want to invite you to private coaching with me. I work with you for six months. We master this stuff. We go deep. You get exactly what you need for your unique situation, and you come out feeling better having an easier marriage, having a more enjoyable experience in your marriage. And I want to offer you that. So if you're ready, go to my website, drshavon.com. There is a button that says work with me. You click that button. We schedule a one hour call to dive into what's been happening for you. I will create a roadmap and a plan specific for you. And that's what we will work on for the next six months. I would love to be your coach and to help you with all of this. Thank you for tuning in to this podcast. We are celebrating 100 episodes. I'm even more excited for the next 100 that will come. All right, bye for now. Now, if you loved this episode, you will want to download a free resource I created called 13 Beliefs to Hold On To When Marriage Gets Tough. Download it at bit.ly forward slash 13 marriage beliefs. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash 13 marriage beliefs. And of course, I will be back with you next week. Until then, commit to loving your marriage again.